Welcome to Traveling Light Ministries, where we leave our issues at the feet of the master so we can walk away free. I'm Alicia Neal, known as King's Kid Neal, and I'm here to bring you love, light, inspiration, and Jesus joy. Today's Monday moment of devotion is hope. Today, ladies, God commanded me to offer you hope. Last week, I was supposed to have done this recording, but I kind of chickened out, so I do owe you an apology. And so I have to be obedient to God and do what he wants me to do because somebody out there somewhere needs this message. And so I'm going to deliver this message. I'm going to deliver it from my heart. It is not scripted. Nothing is written down. It is clearly from my heart. And this is a story of hope. This is a, a story of redemption, God's mercy and his saving grace and restoration. And I just thank God that I encountered this situation because I am now able to minister to broken women about how awesome how faithful, how loving, and how kind God is. So we're going to get into it, all right, ladies? In July 2017, actually it was July 19th, 2017, I was laid off from my job. I was a family advocate at an organization that I love to work at. And I worked the whole entire day, and I was called at the office at the end of the day to say, we no longer need you. Your gr The grant for your position was not granted. And so we have to let you go. I was so devastated. I was in a complete mess. I couldn't clean out my desk. I couldn't do anything. I was like, I just need to go. And I was embarrassed. I was, I was just a ball of emotions. So I, I left, I called my husband. I cried and I cried and I cried. And I was just like, what are we going to do? Because the year before 2016, he was laid off and my husband was struggling to find another job, meaning there were applications being put out. There were interviews he was going to, but he was not being hired. And so I was like, okay, Lord, this right here is, is bad. So I said, we're going to trust you, God. We're going to go through this and we're going to be okay. Fast forward to a couple of months later. I never could find another job. I said, you know what? I'm going to focus on my business, which I have a nonprofit organization that is a mentoring program. So I'm excited about that, that I got that in motion and working uh, while I wasn't working. And so my husband at that time has started Ubering. Now, mind you, Uber paid some bills. Uber filled the refrigerator, but Uber does not give you thousands of dollars. I mean, if you know how to work it, that's good for you, but it was not enough to cover what we needed. So fast forwarding to this time last year, we ended up being homeless. And we ended up being homeless because there was not enough money, enough cash flow to go around to uh, handle everything that we needed. So we ended up homeless and we ended up staying in the car. We ended up staying in hotels and we ate out or we ate whatever we could. It was just one of the most horrible situations that we we're ever in. I mean, my husband and I have encountered some devastating times in our life, but this one is like was like the worst time of 
our life and to be living in a car and to be living in a hotel, not having the comfort of your own home was just devastating. We, we had all of our things in storage and we had only thing we took with us were a couple of pairs of clothes and our dog. <laughs> you know, our dog stayed with us the whole entire time. She's so faithful. <laughs> Just like God is faithful to us, right? So um, one night things had got really bad. And let me back up a little bit. Um, my husband at that time had found a job, praise God. And so we were in such a rut, like we had to use that money to eat. We had to use that money to pay for the hotel. So we didn't have enough to like save up for an apartment or a home or whatever. Cause you know, you, you need first month's rent and you need the, um, a deposit. So, you know, that was a lot. So we didn't have it. So one day I was in the hotel, my husband was at work and y'all, this is where God's saving grace comes. This is where redemption comes. This is the part where hope hit home. So I was in the hotel room. I was feeling mighty low. Y'all, I was at the worst of my life. I mean, I was faithless. I was without hope. I had lost, like, I had nothing emotionally. I couldn't even cry out to God. I was just in a state where everything was just dark. Depression had hit. Um anxiety had hit just staying in a hotel room being in that room all day every day just experiencing life as it is and it's in its full form and facing it it was just too much for me so I was feeling suicidal and I was looking around the hotel room I'll never forget this I was sitting in the middle of my bed and I was looking for somewhere to hang myself and I was like, I can't do this. I'm out of here. I, I'm done. And so I sat up in the bed and I was like, you know what? This is not how my story will end. I said, you know what, God? This is what's going to happen. This is what you're going to do. And what I began to do, ladies, is I began to repeat God's word back to him. I began to tell him, Everything he said to me in his word or everything the spirit said to me that God wanted me to know. And so I began to tell God, you said in your word that you would take care of me. You said that I was the head and not the tail, the above only and not the beneath. You said no good thing will you withhold from me. You said all good gifts come from you. Well, God, I am not seeing neither of these things. And so as I began to pour out to God, as I began to cry out to God, you know, I told God, I said, you have chosen me to be a minister for you. You chose me to minister to your women, to offer your women hope, to offer your women encouragement. I said, God, how can they really see you through me? And I'm suffering like this. I said, that's just something that's right now seems really impossible. I said, God, people need you to show up in my life so they can see hope. And this is what I told God. And y'all, ladies, I told God everything out of respect. The Bible says, come boldly to the throne of grace. And that's what I did. I emptied myself to God. I came with all of my emotions. I held nothing back. <laughs> 
nothing. So I told God this. I said, God, this is what you're going to do for me. I said, my husband and I will not beg anyone for anything. We're not begging. That's not the God we serve. I said, what you're going to do, God, is you are going to put us on the mind of people so they can bless us. And so I said, and that's that. There's no debate about it. There's no, if it's in your will, I said, God, this is what's going to happen. And then I fell asleep, ladies. I fell asleep and I woke up to the sound of my cash app going off in my phone. And so one of our pastor friends was like, I don't know why you're on my mind. Praise God. Come on. Come on, ladies. I know, I know you know where I'm going with this. I don't know why you're on my mind, but God told me to send you $50. I said, well, praise God. And I, I began to cry. I began to weep because no one really knew me and my husband's situation, but a few people that we entrusted and that prayed for us. And so um, I text him back and I said, I want to thank you because we're homeless at the time. And I began to tell him what was going on. And he said, hold on for a minute. And he sent 25 more dollars. He said, I sent you $75. I know this may not be much, but this is all that I have. And I said, you just don't know what you did for me. He saved my life. So I promise you ladies, this is, this is about to get even better. So after I talked with him, like an hour later, I just started getting floods of inboxes. Like you are on my mind. What is going on with you? Are you okay? God told me to bless you. God told me to send you some money. God told me to help you out. Y'all, my cash app was going off all the rest of that night, the rest of that day. I mean, it was just a constant flow of money coming in. And so I was in awe of what God was doing. I was in awe, ladies, because never have I set a demand before God. And he honored it like that. And yes, I'm in tears because he is amazing. So the cash flow was coming in. We were able to pay for the hotel for a few more days. We were able to eat. We were able to supply things that were needed for us. And this, this, this isn't, this isn't even the end. I can't even talk, but this isn't even the end. Listen, my spiritual daughter, this is why it's so important to speak into the lives of others. This is why it's so important that when you don't want to minister to people that you go forth and you do it anyway. Listen, my spiritual daughter, she inboxed me on Facebook and she said, Ma, I don't know what you're going through, I, I can't understand why I can't get you out of my mind. But I want you to know that I have an empty apartment that is ready for you to come live in. I don't know why God said this. Y'all, I was floored. I was in tears. I was on the floor. I was a holy mess. <laughs> I was like, God, you just keep doing it. And I thank you. So we moved in. I tell you, it was furnished. We had food. It was, I just couldn't even fathom what God was doing. It was just so amazing. And y'all, it was right in the area where we can get our daughter to school. It was right in the area where my husband can easily get to work. It was just perfect. <clears throat> so we stayed there a few months and she was like, well, I'm giving up the apartment and I really hate to do this, but um, 
you know, you guys, she didn't say we had to go, but she said it in the most kind way. Like, you know, I have to give up the apartment. I'm doing other things with my life. And we like, we totally get it. You have been the most awesome blessing. So we are not even upset. So ladies, I, my husband and I were like, okay, Lord, you've been blessing thus far. What are you going to do next? Because we're, we're, de we're definitely going to be on the street. We're definitely going to be back in the car. So the next day, my husband said his friend called him and said, I have an apartment that I'm paying rent on, but we have moved into our home and I don't want my credit messed up and we're just paying rent. Y'all can move in if you need to. And my husband was like, oh my God. Y'all, we were rejoicing. We were rejoicing. Mind you, no one knew. These are God-centered people. These are people that heard the voice of God and obeyed. I don't know where their relationship was at that time. I know they heard a command and they obeyed God. So we moved in. He said, it's fully furnished. You have a, a king-size bed. Your daughter has a place to sleep. The refrigerator's full. Do what you guys want. Stay as long as you need to. Y'all, we stayed there. We felt so at home at both places. And it was, again, in an area where we could have total access to everything. So, y'all, in the midst of all of that, someone broke into our storage locker and stole everything. So, we were going through it. We had nothing. So, eventually... Uh, a few months later, we moved into our apartment. We were able to uh, save and get a place and We're here now. I'm recording from here now. This is my home. This is the home that God gave us because he knew what we needed. And I just want to stop right there because that's not the end of the story because I have a few surprises coming and a few projects coming, so I can't tell it all right now but i tell you god is amazing if you are in need of hope if you are in need of a touch from god if you are in need of healing if you are in need of deliverance if you are grieving if you are in a place in your life where everything that is going wrong could go wrong this message is for you god is hope ladies God is love. God is hope. God is faithful. When we don't see him working, when we don't see things moving in our life, that just means God is behind the scenes, just working it out, making it perfect for you. That's all he's doing. He has not left you. He has not forsaken you. He has not forgotten about you. God is just strategically planning that thing out. So when the blessing manifests, it will be all that you have dreamed of, all that you have asked for. Ladies, God is amazing. And the same grace that God gave me is the same grace that God can give you. God has no respecter of person. He don't just pick and choose whom he loves. He loves everybody. He loves the sinner on up to the saint. God loves everybody because God is love. So ladies, I digress today and I offer you this message of hope. Allow this message to bless you. Allow this message to move through your mind and enter your ear gate and just allow you to see and hear 
how wonderful God is. Sometimes we need a gentle reminder of who God is because ladies, we're going through so much in life. We're in different seasons in our life. Um, we're in a place in our life where some may not have hope. Some may have a little hope. Some may be experiencing a lack of faith. They may be asking God to help their unbelief. I don't know where you are, but wherever you are, God says, I am your hope. I am all you need. I am everything you need. Come unto me all that are burdened and heavy laden and I will give you rest. God says, just take my yoke upon you and learn of him. God will satisfy you. God will take everything that is wrong and make it right. God will exchange your heavy load for his lighter load, which means it's full of grace, it's full of mercy, it's full of blessings. It's just so light. You just take it and say, God, I don't want what I'm holding. I don't want what I'm carrying. God, please take it and replace it with your love. Replace it with your peace. Replace it with your understanding. Replace it with abundance. Replace it with healing. Replace it with joy. Replace it, God, with reconciliation. And God will do it. You know, we had a, a saying that we used to say when I was younger, fair exchange ain't no robbery. If you give God what you are carrying and God give you what he's carrying, you will come out a whole lot better than where you are now. God is hope. God is just sitting there waiting, saying, give it to me. Give it to me. He needs you to say, God, I surrender. I don't want this thing anymore. Here it is. And God will fairly justly, lovingly, kindly give you in return who he is. So ladies, I digress. We're 18 minutes in. I usually try not to hold you that long, but God is speaking. The spirit is speaking and he wants you to get this message. He wants you to understand that there's hope for your life today. That no matter what you're going through, he's still God. He's still mighty. He's still sovereign. He's still on the throne. He's still amazing. He's still in the blessing business. He has not left you and went two doors down and decided to bless them so you can walk out your house and see their blessing and be in despair and have lack of hope. No, that's not who God is. God says, I love you. I love them. It may be their season and it may not be your season right now because I'm working things out for your good. Romans 8, 28, read it. God says, I'm working it out for your good. I'm working on you as well. So when you receive the blessing, you'll be able to know how to handle it. You'll be able to know how to disperse the thousands and millions of dollars I'm going to give you. You'll be able to walk into the healing and take care of yourself physically like you are supposed to. You'll be able to... Uh, uh, you'll be able to go into your marriage and it'd be a reconciliation. Thank you, Holy Spirit, to where you don't have to ask for anything because everything you want is already there. God says, I am your hope. Ladies, two things before I go. One, I love you. Two, there's nothing you can do about it. Have a wonderful day. God bless you and I love you. Have a great day.